Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to start over again. When the sunrise, you can You can make it better than yesterday. A new day, it's a new day. New day, there's a way. You can turn it around. Trust me, there's a way out. There's more time. Just don't give up. When the sunrise, you can You can hashtag Marsha's Plate. You can follow us on most social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. Don't push your teeth. No teeth, y'all. Huh? your teeth. <laughs> honey my week has been really really good except today has been kind of weird because let me tell you what happened to me so i usually go to this restaurant right i've been going to them probably since they opened like around a year about a year they opened a year ago and so they sell like delicious like mediterranean food so it's usually just yummy vegetables and it's just really really good to go sit down and chill so because i've been going there a year you know, the people who work there recognize me, right? And so they are always super, super nice to me, like super nice and um, just, you know, because I'm a regular. So they they just treat me really, really good. So I think, and this is about a year ago. So I think a couple of days ago, the dude clocks me. Oh, okay, keep going, keep going. I don't know how, but you know, sometimes no, shit happens. What's his ethnicity? <laughs> um, probably Arab. Okay, like some because it's like this meta. I think everybody that worked there is Arab. Um, and so I think he clocks me the other day, mm-hmm. and today when I went in there, it's a strange vibe, and I can t- and you know how. When we got spotty senses. You know, our spotty senses go off and I see, and he's speaking in this language, but every time he speaks to somebody, they look at me. And, mm. and mind you, I've been coming here for like almost a year now. So this is not the vibe. This is, this is a different vibe than I a ever. Different interaction. Different interaction. And his interaction with me is really dry and you know, that kind of, not nasty, but you know how someone, somebody don't want to be bothered with you, kind of, and. It's what the, it's, it's, I know what you're talking about, Diamond, when somebody clock your tea, when, a, when Trey clock your tea, when a man clock your tea, 
they start trying to quote unquote treat you like a man or and, and that's their version of letting you know that I don't fuck with you without saying it. Yes. It is it is impersonable like it normally be. Like when mm-hmm. I when I used to come in every mm-hmm. single time and like I said, it's not like I come in every blue moon. I come to this place a lot. And every single time that I come, it's a very personable interaction. Hey ma'am, you back again? Da 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 da. da. Hey, how you doing? And da, da, da. very personable interaction. Like and they do it with and it's not just me. I see it with them doing it to everybody. They're just a personal a, it's a personable interaction that I get from there, which is why I like coming there because it's like the customer service. Customer service is good right. and the food is good. But this particular today, um, earlier today, I think the clock happened a couple of days ago. But um, but today is when I felt the sting of the clock. And so it was I saw him going back to the other crew and the crew was looking over at me. And, you know, all that kind of weird stuff that we know as trans people, that is you telling T, you being extra and they looking over. They're trying to be slick like they're not. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to be slick. But we know because we've been through this a million times, they're trying to be slick in this regard. So I'm like, no, this is pissing me off because, girl, I enjoy coming here. And now y'all going to make me cuss y'all motherfucker out. But see, that's tricky in that situation because I done did that before in Rice Village and was embarrassed. Why? Because I clocked the same thing. On I don't want to take off your story. Go ahead, Dominic. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I was at Shake Shack and they clocked me. I could tell. They, I think a cis woman clocked me and she started spilling my tea to everybody. They started to change up and then they started coming out and making uh, comments and doing their due deals. And I start to feel, and I went to Shake Shack often, and I start to feel like, damn, like you said, Diamond, like, I'm I'm a paying customer. Why are you changing your experience, my experience here when I'm just, I'm just being regular? Like, why are y'all making this something normal? And that's what society has conditioned people to make that normal. And that's not normal. It's, it's not right. So why did you feel embarrassed? Why did I, I don't feel, I felt embarrassed because. Because with because they think we're stupid and we don't understand what's going on, but because we're trans and we've been in situations like well, I've been in situations. I'm pretty sure you have, Diamond, been in situations like that before. I can't speak for every trans person. We know what it's given, and so when you can tell everybody is chit chatting and clocking your tea and having their little key session, and let's go look at the tranny and um, they start acting different now. Now tra- uh, the trade got to feel like they got a um act hyper masculine around the cis women so they can still uh maintain this image with them and you start to see all of it start to trickle down and it ruins your experience it makes you not even gonna fucking eat no more you want to get up and get the fuck out yeah yeah and that's what it felt and i hate it because i really enjoy eating at this place (laughs) like as far as the food i really enjoy it and i was like man i hope i don't have to cut y'all out just really just leave me the fuck alone Right. And it really ain't no, no, you know, it's really no tea if you just, just be regular. Like, I don't, I don't even need you to be personable. Just be regular. But this whole little whispering and all that kind of fucking shit, I'll cuss y'all bitch ass out and call y'all all kind of um, pejorative slurs. 
just for the. I want to be late. Let me. Let me show you how I can be late too. You know, I can be real uh, racist and late (laughs) just for just for the sake of being it. Just because y'all try me. Right, there's no conditions in reading. You know, let's be late. Let's be late. Let's be late together. So I can be real late. (laughs) So that's where we're at. That's what happened to me today, where it didn't get it didn't get ugly at all. It didn't any kind of ugly. I just went and sat down and ate my food. But I could tell because they were doing it while I went, even when I sat down, he had went over to the people who was cooking the little pitas or whatever in the stone oven or whatever. And they were turning around, looking at me and did all this little shit that they were doing. And I was like, oh, y'all going to make me cut y'all. <laughs> but yeah, that was it was funny, but that was my how my day has went. But overall, my week has been quite good and quite productive. I'm so excited. <laughs> I got I so much going be. on. Yeah, What's been I, going on with y'all? But you better than me, Domin, because I ended up um I, I went to the manager because I've gotten <laughs> people fired before for doing I know, that that's right. So I went right to the manager and I was embarrassed because they retracted and they made it seem like they gaslighted the situation and made me seem like I was making shit up. And I was like, girl, I've been here before. I know what it's given. But mm. they gave me like a free meal and stuff, but I never went back. Mm. I know. That's right. Uh, what about you, Elle? It's hard to prove that, Diamond. It's hard to prove <laughs> that you're that somebody is doing that when... It's just hard to prove. It's something hard to prove. Yeah, because you know it. You right. know it. You right. know. Right. You know. We weren't even talking about her. Yes, yeah, she was, bitch. I know what the, <laughs> right. I know what the fuck I saw. Mm-hmm. I know what the fuck it was. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Ain't yeah, nobody stupid. Them. You're still <laughs> real. Still that motherfucker. Oh, I, baby, I'm well past anybody anybody um affecting my exactly. image or self-esteem they'll try to end up trying to find you and contact you on the low that's the tt <laughs> but right you really think you're shaking it up and you are shaking it up you're just doing it in a different way but to your question diamond my day my uh my week has been cool um yeah it's been good how about yours jl I mean, LJ. Happy all good. No, it's all good. My weekend was, uh, it was all right. It was pretty cool. Um, yesterday I went to, uh, there's a Pacific Northwest Black Pride. I mean, you, you came and were, uh, on the panel. Mm-hmm. Um, did a workshop at it a couple years ago. Um, they're doing a series of events leading up to Black Pride. And it's just so nice to be around Black people in Seattle. Like, it's, those spaces are really <laughs> important and a farming and a firing and it was cute they had a little vip area in the back for for the grown and sexy and the dj and folks dancing and sweating in the front um and so some people had booths and uh we did not have a booth but me and my friend we were like you know we paid for the little vip thing but it was nice because it was it was good music like in the back they were playing more like 90s early to you know the the front was like all trappies you know what I'm saying? All the new stuff, you know. Yeah. But it was nice. It was cute. So it was, you know, if you want to sit down and talk, you went in the back. So, you know, it was cute in the back. And then you come back out and see the kids in the front. If you want to get down like that, you get down like that too. So yeah, um, it was refreshing because you know, I mean, you've been here. It's very, 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 very Caucasian. And <laughs> With the gentrification out here, most black folks are spread out. So it's like through these events, 
you can get together. It's not like when you live somewhere with a whole bunch of black people. I'm gonna slide by your house or like Atlanta playing cards or yeah. I mean, even Houston, like Milwaukee. I mean, Chicago. Like it's not like that. Everybody is like, well, I don't know, because Texas, y'all cities are like huge. But I know it's black people everywhere. <laughs> but you know what I mean. But it's like you gotta go. Like some people all the way up north, some people all the way out south, some people, you know. So it's just really. Um, it's not as easy to get together because people mm-hmm. got to live where it's affordable. Yeah. You know, so, but uh, yeah, that was, that was the highlight of my week. It was nice to uh, have a little drink, a little VI pace, you know, be with some grown ass people. Um, yeah. I like that vibes like fun. that. Yeah, yeah. I like vibes like that. I like, um, mm-hmm. and even though Seattle. It was a vibe. Exactly. Yeah. Even though Seattle has the, those special kind of liberal whites, um that can be kind of annoying it is a certain level of um because they are woke whites there is a certain level (laughs) of of comfort that that it does award you a little bit a little bit but um and perks that comes with that because there was some kind of perk that when i was there with you that i saw on the parking there was some parking i was like i've never heard of this happening before where you can call the people and you don't get told or something something some kind of stuff right. that was happening. I was like, "Oh, That's this it. is special." <laughs> I was like, "This is special stuff." It's it's some it's some other stuff. I mean, I said I think I mentioned this before. Like, I saw. I mean, this is not. This is a. It's a park though. Like the they were like there were thirty five homicides in Seattle last year or something like that. And they were like, "Oh my god, this is so high. We cannot believe it." Your face <laughs> was my face, right? Because yeah. you know, not not a hundred, not two hundred, not a hundred. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. I said, okay, then I'm gonna just sit my ass on down. We're <laughs> thirty-five people. You know what I mean? Like that ain't a lot. That's at all. Compared, compared to where we live, where I'm from, because Sunny's not alone. Sunny's exactly. not alone here in Houston. They give you more than that. <laughs> Listen, I said a year or something like that. But, you know, I, you know, so when you said those parks, it's like, you know, I can freely walk around my neighborhood in a way that I could not back home. This is mm-hmm. point yeah. blank, period. Point blank, yeah. period. So, Dominique, mm-hmm. give you like Austin vibes? Austin down. Mm-hmm. Austin mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Austin down, down, down. white. A white. Li- mm-hmm. You don't think it's more white than Austin? Here, mm, mm, yeah, it's about the same, really. But it's a little bit more woke. Take okay. the, the country twang yeah. out of Austin mm. and put a West Coast twang into it, and you got Seattle, yeah, because that's what he remind me of. Add some, like, add some sprinkle some weed, weed culture in there, <laughs> yeah. Weed is legal, all the cannabis, all the cannabis, some, cannabis, yeah. cannabis is legal here, and cannabis or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the CBD and the THC. Well, Sounds really privileged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some perks. I don't want to call it privilege. There's no, some well, perks. Well, I'm saying, like, as a trans person, Diamond, he was saying, like, people are really aware of it. And- I mean, there's way more awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I it's just ta- don't call it perks. It's taboo <laughs> to be transphobic. You know what I'm saying? It's taboo socially to be transphobic. It's taboo socially to be racist. It's taboo socially. Yeah, no, it's it's helpful. It's helpful, yeah, but maybe. you know, there's other sides to that because it's kind it's of surface. other sides to that because it's very surface. It's like surface level. They still underpay. Oh, it's performative. Still- yes, it's hyper performative. <laughs> yeah, it's hyper. It's very performative. That's 
it right there. It's yes. there, like so performative to the point where it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it, like where you gaslighting your motherfucking self. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I tripping? <laughs> Maybe you're taking it too soon. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, a lot most black folks out here living like the way black folks live everywhere else and dealing with the same stuff that everybody dealing with everywhere else, except it's just more spread out. You know, mm. so. Well, make yeah. sure y'all y'all follow the conversation. Oh, Hashtag yeah. Marsha's play <laughs> and let us know. You know how how is the how is the vibe in your trans community in your area? What's mm-hmm. the vibe? Is it a little bit more work woker than the rest of the country, or it's mm-hmm. a little bit more sleep in a coma <laughs> like this? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Marcus Blake. <laughs> sleep in Knock a coma. Out. Okay. <laughs> Knock the fuck out. Maybe. But y'all really better than Florida. Y'all like this much better than Florida. <laughs> Maybe. You know, the this much, is like, LJ. I mean, I know it's, it's a sliver. <laughs> Because the what was the um the thing that they got going here where they got y'all the, got better business stuff over there. I mean, they call yeah, it, it CPS just seems on like, trans kids. They call it CPS. They are using CPS on trans kids so much the, that they have taken away from the actual kids that are being abused and sex trafficked. Yep. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it's literally cases uh because they have privatized the foster care system. Because they have privatized mm-hmm. it, they literally are putting kids in situations where they literally are being sex trafficked. And there's literally right. investigations going on that they are ignoring, like abuses that they are ignoring. Yes. And not to mention, this. Yeah, and not and not to mention, we already know, and this is an issue all over the country, is that you know, black kids rarely get adopted, they usually age out. Yep. And so all these problems that we when it comes to abuse and neglect that we could mm-hmm. be focusing on and many motherfuckers is not even yeah. it, it, not even fucking focusing on it but yeah just a little bit better than florida but in some ways <laughs> not so much my goodness my god Oh my god i want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you yay, 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 yay. so not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast you know i also donate to other podcasts i donate to other organizations i have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Speaking of bubble towns. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great a segue into it yeah mm-hmm. so the city of palm springs there's a couple things going Florida, on right? this is palm springs california 
Also, their mayor, Lisa Middleton, is also trans. And um, there's a couple things going on. So they are deciding to do this. They're potentially going to do this universal basic income program. Um, so last month, they allocated $200,000 to help fund the application process for a pilot program that hopes to provide a universal basic income to trans and non-binary residents. But on Wednesday, Mayor Lisa Middleton emphatically denied that the city is serving as a funding mechanism program for the individuals and program who are gonna receive the funds. So there's a couple of things going on. One, like really the money that they proposed is to help fund the application process for the pilot program, right? So they can get money from somewhere else to actually move stream, you know, move the money. I say that to say, because other people have been reporting it. When I first saw the article, it was like, Palm Springs has decided to provide a universal basic income to trans people, which sounds awesome, right? But like they received a lot of backlash because of that. Um, And so they said that there were people who were kind kind of like twisting what was going on to not only come after this program, but also to come after the mayor, who was also a trans woman. but yeah, they voted on this and they're going to give it to like a health department and another organization to help them pay to like design the app, you know what I'm saying, the application process. But yeah, but what are your thoughts on in general, just on this situation, I guess, and like how, how you know, they kind of feel like they got a hold on the messaging to be clear that this is what's going on and not that, but, um, and why it's important, you know, with stats and stuff about, you know, we disproportionately unemployed, underemployed. Woo, 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 woo. We, there's a reason why this is important for our communities. Um, but yeah, what are y'all thoughts on this situation, but also just more so on universal basic income as um, as a thing? You know, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because you know, I would imagine it will also require some clear. Uh, communicate, communication, make sure it gets to, to, gets to. right. So, well, um, this, this is coming, this is coming down the pipeline. So I know some trans organizers in on the West coast, in other areas, that this is coming, like it's mm-hmm. people. And without this kind of resistance, there's people who are in areas like San Francisco, they're trans leaders over there that are actually it's coming down the pipeline to test out a universal income for um, a small group of individuals. And so um, it's coming. And yeah. for me, I don't know. This is, I can only tell, I can only go by my own experience. Mm-hmm. There was a time when it's assistance from the government mm-hmm. really helped me get on my feet to be independent. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I cannot stress this is enough. There has been multiple times um, in when I was a kid and my mom was getting assistance um, mm-hmm. to help her transition from being in shelters to being, to working and, um, you know, go from being in a shelter to working and having that kind of stable 
source of income or food stamps or whatever to help her get to the point where, okay, now I got a job and I can get off of food stamps. Right. <clears throat> there have been many situations in my youth like that. When I had custody of my brother, there yeah. is no way we would have survived if I didn't get assistance and help from SNAP. And, mm -hmm. you know, from those kind of situations where, look, I'm in a bind right now and I need help. And this is going to help me get over that hump and give me more time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so and then when I became an adult, getting on assistance, um, even when I was when, you know, when I when I was in my own bind and then got a job and kind of got out of the bind where I couldn't couldn't, you know, qualify for assistance anymore. That helped me over my hump. But also when I had somebody sleeping on my couch so they could get their own assistance. So I'm not using my money to feed them. They And, and I'm not charging them rent because I'm just trying to let them save the money to get out and do whatever mm -hmm. they need to do. But at least they can have enough money to feed themselves while they're in my house. So only thing only kind of cost I'm taking is maybe the light bill might go up. My rent ain't going to go up because they're sleeping right. on my account, but the light bill might go up, but at least I'm not feeding them and my light bill going up. Them being able to get assistance and um, any kind of income, any kind of little money to help them get over the hump of struggle, that really helps people. Like, I know yeah. everybody is worried about... Um, um, and I think that this is stupid. I think that this is dumb. And I think that this, this is in disingenuous, um, especially out of all the motherfuckers that we bail out um, when it comes to giving them tax breaks, when it comes to giving them mm -hmm. all the kind of shit that we give them that we just don't call it a handout. It's called something else. It's called a deduction or a break or whatever. Um, the idea of Oh, um, people just get on it and stay on it. I don't really give a fuck about that. What I know is that me and my experience, it was so many times that assistance helped me and sh and, and was a, a safety net for me to get into a better situation in my, in my life. And so mm -hmm. I think it's a great idea. I think that it should be something that we should do to not just trans people, but more people, particularly, you know, socioeconomic, socioeconomically disadvantaged people. I think it should be that should be something that the government should do. What about you, Mia? Um, I've also experienced that as well with my sister helping her raise her kids and she didn't have a job and I had to take care of everything, um, escort in and work at the same time, um, pay bills. Uh, motherfucking pay uh, pay child care, um, buy diapers, buy all these things that I was doing as a trans person for a cis person, which is my blood family, of course. But that dynamic that people usually don't think about, it, it, right. as well as Diamond's case where she was taking care of her 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 brother. They usually think, oh, we're just we're just helping a trans person now, but there are legitimate reasons. When I think about that, when you think about when uh, certain groups get rights or access to certain things, they uh, there's always a race to equality. So different groups are going to be like, well, what happened to us? And the first thing I can think about is reparations for Black people. And so if if trans people can get this help, what's stopping them from giving Black people their reparations? 
And I think that's an argument that a lot of cishet people, specifically Black, would would come up with. So that's something that I thought about. And that's my that's my answer to it. Totally think I know that that would be something that somebody is going to say. You are absolutely right. And understand that if you don't think that as Black trans people, we don't want reparations too, motherfucker. Exactly. That's exactly what you, like, like, get the fuck out of here. I want I want this universal income and I want and fucking I want reparations. reparations. I want both exactly. of them. Your, exactly. your, your problem is that you don't, you when you think of Black, you don't think of me. You don't think right. of Black trans people. You don't right. think of Woo! Black queer people. You don't think exactly. of Black dykes and and, exactly. um, um, and gay boys and da-da-da. You don't think of us because right. we, we're not what you consider Black excellence. But we right. won't... Rep- we we are the product of um, uh, slavery, too. Be on the front too. lines. And be on the front lines. Being on the front everything. lines, but slavery, too. And, honey, we need our reparations in that, too. So, in my mind, I'm like, your motivations is fucking homophobic and transphobic just because you at the end of the day you are not thinking about <laughs> equality you really just want to say just want to say something to be against us and, and you know against us having some kind of leg up in the situation mm-hmm. but not realizing that because you are cisgendered you still have more benefits you can get out here than us because right, like in the we first talked, place, right. just like we talked about last week in the nutrition segment, there are things that you can get as a cisgender black person that you have programs that you have access to exactly that we do not because motherfuckers push us out because we're trans. You you think it's a gotcha moment like why we don't got um, reparations, motherfucker? Mm. We want reparations too. We we exactly. all do. Yes, <laughs> yeah. why, and exactly. why we can't do both. Exactly. No, so, yeah, no. yes, yes, Absolutely. baby. Let's Absolutely. push towards um, reparations. Where them coins at too? We need Absolutely. them. Absolutely. I, and I, I, I mean, I heard they in because California they talking people. about that too. Reparations. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, California's yeah, California's California. But um, anyway, okay. Well, shoot. So yes and yes. You both are like yes, and also with reparations on top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, That's the cherry on top. Yeah, you know? LJ. Because a lot of Absolutely. Straight- like, have you ever heard this, LJ? Have you ever heard straight black cishead people um, say, oh, are you black, gay, and trans people? Y'all only care about y'all's rights. Y'all don't care about well, heterosexual rights. Absolutely. I mean, but I, I think also, you know, and this is there's two parts because it's like white LGBT mainstream ink has blown up in a way over the last 25 years and created a narrative that we have to compete with in our communities as well, in my opinion, because a lot of our folks, really the reason folks are so hard leaning into that because they're still thinking about white people. And they're thinking about white gay people, they're thinking about people that gentrify, they think about white folks with money, they think about da 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 They're not thinking about their cousins. They're not thinking about, they're not thinking about us as like family members when folks be tripping. Because a, a lot of times when I hear people go, go off, at the end of the day, it's still gonna have something to do with some proximity to some white bullshit, right? And, and, and that. You know, and so I do think like, in addition to we got to get our shit together within our community, we're also in reality, and I've felt like this since I was a young person, even in the 90s, like you're competing with, we're competing because your mind is going later, Will and Grace. Ain't no Will and Grace over here. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? There ain't no, ain't no whatever the fuck you seeing on TV. No, we're talking about people in your neighborhood, your cousins, your family, da 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 da. So don't get all abstract and weird about it. But I will say, because the mainstream conversation centers around like white middle class people for trans when it comes to trans folks and when it comes to LGBT people over LGBT folks overall, mm-hmm. and a lot of those folks be racist as fuck, and we got to deal with them too. Yep. Right or weaponize the fact that they're LGBT in a in a situation, you know what I mean? Like, and they gatekeep, you know what I mean? And right, and be on gate exactly. And so it's like that's also true. It don't mean they not on you not on bullshit for being homophobic and transphobic. Both of these things, you know what I mean? Both of these things can be true at the same time. But I do think it's 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 a part of what we're fighting against when we have some of these conversations within our community. And this is not the only identity that we have that kind of waxing and waning of, Mm of, um, of, of who, when the benefit of alignment helps us. Like when we Mm. think, because as a black woman, I I know that sometimes aligning with white women, in a, if I'm talking, we're battling misogyny. Sometimes that's going to work out with me a little bit better than. Mm-hmm. The if I'm aligning with these niggas, these black niggas, because <laughs> maybe they don't fuck with the woman thing mm-hmm. and they're shady. And then mm-hmm. sometimes aligning with these niggas because they on the right shit. Because these mm-hmm. white white women over here, they like on they racist bullshit and they ain't fucking with the black thing. So it's always a I, this is not queerness is not the only identity that I have to make those kind of negotiations of who mm-hmm. figuring out who is going to be on my side and who is not going to be on my side or the the privileges that come with the advancement of either one. The privilege that comes with the advance of the, of the black man that may trickle down to the black woman, the, mm-hmm. the 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 privilege that comes with the advancement of the white woman that may trickle down to the black woman. Mm-hmm. It might be this is not the only identity that I have to navigate those kind of weird ass situations that I'm in when it comes to privileges and oppression. But we've, Mm -hmm. we've been doing that and it's a complicated Mm -hmm. situation, but we've been doing that. But all I care about is being getting both of y'all and the white dudes fucking, um, knee off my fucking neck. All of y'all is on me in in some way. All of y'all is on me in some way. All of y'all is, um, throwing me under the bus in some kind of way. All of y'all is looking for me to help y'all in some kind of way. It's there's some want some of y'all want me on your side, all this kind of shit. I'm and black women have been navigating that weird ass space for centuries. For centuries, you know, and me looking at black feminist scholars and looking at you know, black women who have wrote about these type of experiences, let me know that no, I want it all. It's not no weight. It's not no way to see. It's not no mm-hmm. way for you to get it because mm-hmm. you're not going to come back and get me. And no, that's not what right. it is. So whatever thing that I can get, whatever kind of benefit, perk, $1,000 universal income, <laughs> affirmative action, whatever benefit, perk, I can get, motherfucker, I want it. And I'm not worried about what you think about it. I want it. Give it to me. And we'll figure out the rest later. Period. We also deal with white people in our community who get grants because of black people in in their areas who 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 gaslight that one black person who don't know any better to get the grant and then take the money and give them a little bitty piece and send them on their way 
So it, we do have st- the yep. same thing happen Absolutely. to us in our community as well. Absolutely. Be- you know, because folks are struggling. So folks feel like a one-off, a piece of change is, is, is the exchange. Absolutely. And still be broke later. And that's not yep. sustainable. Capitalistic coons. Mm-hmm. But to your to your point too, Diamond, about you know, you know, having to, you know, still deal with the BS. Uh, I was thinking about that uh from uh Pat uh Pat Parker's uh punch the brother. I don't want to hear about how my real enemy is the system. I'm no genius, but I do know that the system you hit me with is called a fist. But yeah, y'all, uh uh let us know what you think about this universal basic income. Uh Diamond, the way that you sitting back, you look like you know, hey, you leave it like. You know, I ain't no, time for, I, I don't got time for you to be gaslighting me. Give me my coins. Right. We'll figure out. That's right. I'll be on the battle lines for them reparations, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let no us know shame. what y'all think about this universal basic income. You know, um, I'm assuming most of y'all going to be like, absolutely. And I want my reparations, too. But let us know what you think. Um, you know, uh, let me get your thoughts. Hashtag Marsha's Plate slash give us all our things, you know. All our things, baby. Nothing left. All right, honey. So that um that leaves me to serve y'all good old juicy plate of mess. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. And I don't know if y'all gonna like my opinion on this because I'm a little old school. I can say that now. But um, yeah. So we're gonna go to the prison system real quick. Specifically, Jersey is what that's up north, right? Yeah. Yes, of course. That's it's right next to New York, <laughs> baby. So my topic today is about the transgender um person that claims they're trans, who who consensual who got two who got transferred to a woman's prison and the prison is, the prison is called uh, Edna Mahan, Mahan. I think, I think I'm spelling that right. That's, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sounding that out right. That's E-D-N-A-M-A-H-A-N. And they were transferred to that prison, um, to the all-females prison, based on the policy that was enacted in 2021. The, pos- the policy says, um, which is which is in New Jersey, it was updated because a trans woman sued them in a lawsuit. They sued them because they were going through a lot of injustice. They were uh, going through a lot of discrimination and stuff. She was transferred to four different men's prisons where she was sexually assaulted and raped several times. Studies have shown that statistically trans people suffer harassment and violence in prison at higher rates than the general population. This is statistics and this is proven. And there there are several trans people who have, that this has happened to. Now, the reason why I'm giving you this beforehand is that you know that there's a legitimate reason why they were sued in the first place. It's literally a a major case with um, D. Farmer and Brenham versus Brenham, which was back in like 92, that led a a black trans woman in Terre Haute, Indiana, that led, and we talked about this before, that led to the PREA Act, P-R-E-A, the Prison Rape Elimination Act, 
her case led to the protections of not only trans women, but cis men, cis women, everybody having protection over the over not being raped <laughs> yes. in prison. That, that don't mean that it stops it from happening, but at least you have some legal recourse or some type of federal um act that is protecting you from this so you can actually persecute prosecute people. And so yes, this is there is a long history of people being raped in prison. Yes, because the, the fact is prisoners have the constitutional right to be protected from sexual abuse and sexual assault. Prison rape and, and, and assault is a part of uh, prison culture. It's a, it's a present part of, of prison culture. And so um, in order to settle it, they came up with a new policy. So the new policy is um, it prohibits discrimination of any inmate based on gender identity, requires staff to use the proper pronouns and honor and honorifics, which means like, you know, what they decide they want to be called, things of that nature, when addressing a person and, and guarantees the prisoners uh, approval, undergarments and products and heightened privacy policy. Before I get into... Demetrius Minor, which is the trans identified person who was sent to the New Jersey prison. I wanted to talk about Karen White, who was a convicted. Um, they were initially sent to prison for indecent assault, indecent exposure, a gross indecency involving children and animal cruelty and dishonesty. This I don't know white. that Karen White. Only Karen White I know is early, early in the morning. Breakfast on my table. Okay. I don't know her. Okay. <laughs> Make sure your coffee got a sugar and cream. Okay? Uh. Eggs are over easy. Come on now. This is same. Same. Not your superwoman. Right. Transitioned in prison. They weren't trans before they went to prison. They sent this person with this history. Your lips are so pursed. <laughs> Listen, they sent this, this is what they went to prison for. They sent this person who was convicted of, of sexual assault and decency to children mm -hmm. to an all women's prison. Where at? He, the UK? It was yeah, the UK. I think, yeah, that's, I remember that being in the UK. So they they knew this about her and they sent her to the, the women's prison where she admitted that she that she sexually assaulted women in the females prison and raped another two women outside of jail. Look, Miss Karen, to me, this is my own personal opinion. If you go to jail for cases where you are molesting children, raping women, any kind of violent sexual violence. Baby, I don't give a fuck what you say your identity is. You is not switching prisons, baby. I don't care what you're talking no. about. I don't care if that's if 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 this is the type of things that you go to jail for, if this is what's on your record, then baby, that option is a no. Sorry. No, Miss Karen, you is, not, you is not going to the women's prison. You don't know how to keep your dick to your motherfucking self. You don't know how to do it. Mm. So you stay over here. You you see how you fare with these niggas that want to rape and beat you up. You see how you this is this is this is what you got to deal with because of the type of crimes that you committed. 
Now, if we're talking about somebody who, you know, got nonviolent crimes and ain't got nothing to do with sexuality, they done sold some drugs, da-da-da, whatever, then I feel like we should consider their identity and make those kind of adjustments. But if you done, if you, if honey, if your acts say that you don't, you you are harmed to society in that sexual nature, keep your ass over here with the niggas and we'll just figure it out, put you in solitary confinement or something. But I'm sorry, Miss Karen wouldn't have been in the women's prison based on her, no. based on her, her case history. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Why would you send somebody that's convicted of that to a woman's prison? When, when Mia started this shit, yo, you said. <laughs> like, oh, because we like... put all my lips back into my damn mouth. Okay. Okay. You said. You were you weren't even like you were like Yes, because they were reading me because <laughs> I was saying like, don't do that to these people. No, you're not getting no sex change for on the on our taxpayer money and you fucking raping and fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Girl. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> At all. Especially right. and I and not that I don't think that this is right for you to do, but especially that we're now bringing up the Karen White situation, which is a which is a very very exceptional. That's that has only happened once, and that's in the UK. It nothing like that has ever happened. So bringing it up almost spins it in the right wing direction. Do you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not not saying that it's not appropriate to n- not bring it up because I think it's an important part of the, a, a part of this conversation, but. It spins it in that kind of way that's like, ugh. Um, I wasn't trying to spin it. I was just thinking about all the um like the instances of trans people being transferred to a woman's prison where it turned out wrong. And I was trying to figure out the connection between the two. No, no, no. I know I think it's important, but it's yes. also Jesus. what's also important is it's 27 trans women that's in that facility. That's not that didn't get and at least two of them, at least um 25 of them didn't get somebody pregnant. (laughs) 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 So all right, go ahead. Now we're talking about um the transgender inmate who was transferred to the women's prison after shortly after the policy was updated in New Jersey. Um, they start, they, they went to prison in 2015 for murdering their, 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 um, adopted father, foster dad, foster dad, um, um, by stabbing him, uh, 67 times to, to death. They also robbed a family with their child at gunpoint, but they were able to get away. D minor was transferred shortly after the policy was updated. They were sent to prison in 2015. Once the policy was updated for trans inmates who don't have sex change to be transferred to an all-women's prison, then they started their transition. Okay, that's when they got on hormones and said, okay, I'm a trans now. It doesn't say that they were medically trans transitioned. It just said that they identified as trans. And in the policy, in New Jersey policy, it says that you should accept the, the trans person no matter how they... Like, there's no like specific way to be trans in this policy. So if a person they says they're trans, then they're trans, and then they're uh, dealt with appropriately. So, can I ask a more specific question? So, like, 
Okay, so a person can socially transition without medically or surgically transitioning, and they're like, okay. Right. So, but, okay, okay. Now, what's, your, what's, what's this? If you're yeah, not yeah, on yeah. no hormones, you ain't doing nothing medically, baby, in this circumstance, no. What if, what if they were not medically transitioning or surgically, but they were socially transitioning? Like, it was very clear. They were like, I just don't have access or have not had opportunity to have access to hormones or surgery. But that well, would have happened before. Right. So uh, you're, you're saying, for example, I think, for example, then you should be permitted. Right. You you, you mm. look like you're trying to uh, at least you're trying. You look like you're trying. Social but situation. this is what they look like in 2015 when they were admitted. Oh. This is what they look like now. Still a fade. But with just a little raggedy balled up piece of hair glued on top. This hair, the hair ain't grew out. It's they, <laughs> <laughs> is like, girl, girl, <laughs> girl, I just seen the girls do better than now. I'm not reading. Y'all know what trying looks like. Don't play. Y'all play with me. Y'all know what trying looks like. That's not fucking just not trying. That's a fade for the raggedy here in a ball glued on top. With little makeup. You don't even look fun. You're not even making a cup face. Like, I bet you're not finna pee on me and call it water, and that's what they're doing. So, I'm just, I'm just saying. Baby, you ain't gonna pee on me. Listen, this is. Well, ice mountain and shit. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me get my cup on. <laughs> Wait. Okay. No shade. It's not that far from 2015. It's very. Okay. I'm gonna stay in my damn lane over here. I'm gonna stay in my little ASAP lane. I ain't got no comment. I ain't know that. But we know what the girls look like when they're trying. I done seen the documentaries. All right. So, Mia, it is your opinion that this nigga is trying to swindle the kids. Yes. And so did Karen. And they did a good job at it. And the people that's on the other side that want to prove a point, they're doing it. Because when when he got those two inmates pregnant, the 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 um the the the, the jail people the jail people. Okay, well, the, we ain't made that statement yet. Well, wait, wait. So this person that Mia is talking about, they got two cisgender women pregnant. Yes. In the New Jersey prison. <laughs> Just and so I we can be clear what we're talking about. It was very consensual. But you, you said in prison. In prison. in prison. It was consensual. It was very consensual. Oh. This is a statement from the woman, one of the women. I think one of the women don't want to be seen, but one of the women said that she found love in a hopeless place. She said, and, and quote, unquote, it was not rape, nor was I forced to do anything that I did not want to do, she added. Despite it, it, it not being permitted, I fell in love and had consensual sex with a woman who is trans. Consensual sex is a prohibited act in Edna Mahan. 
mayhem. I did want it natural to, I did what is natural to every human being, formed a natural and genuine bond that led to an extensive amount of support, understanding, and love. What incarcerated, and, okay, so that's what they said. That was the quote from the one of the, um, the women that was impregnated by D minor, which was the trans person who was sent from a male's prison to a woman's prison. After this happened, the official said that they this is something that they knew was going to happen. And that's the reason why they didn't want the policy to go through. What I see from my point of view, and this is just my perspective, I see people who have authority to be able to manipulate a system that is beneficial for a certain group. So if y'all are saying that anybody can identify as trans, then I'm going to get me somebody who I know is going to do exactly what I need them to do in order to mess up this policy, because I don't want y'all to have it regardless. We need y'all over here with the niggas, and we need y'all y'all in y'all place. We need to put y'all in confinement. We still want to take advantage of y'all. We don't like y'all. Da, 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 da. I think that I think that it was planned. And I've, I, I had a conversation with some cis um, people the other night, and it was a whole bunch of cis men that said, oh, if I was put to put in prison in Jersey, and I knew all I had to do was pretend to be a woman to get access to vagina, and I'm sentenced to life, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. And there are several men who said that. So my thing is, I think that it was set up so that we cannot, so Real true. Mm. I don't think that, and this is my opinion. I don't think I don't think that this person is trans because they transitioned as soon as the policy was updated and then transferred. I don't think Karen was trans either. She did the same thing in in the UK. I think that that this is what cis people are afraid of that there are going to be policies that are created in order to put trans people in places with cis people, and they're going to be they're going to be cis people who infiltrate these these policies in order to make it go bad for all trans people so that we don't have access and protections. So I feel like this person is not trans. I can't deny nobody's transness. I, I also can't judge somebody who's trying to transition in prison, but I just don't see, I don't even see the effort. It just looks like they said, oh, bitch, we got a, we got a picture day. Let's put on some makeup. Um, it's a, a, a week old fade that I have. So let's scribble on a little ponytail and bitch, I'm trans. The face don't even look, it's just, it's not, I don't believe it. So, um, my question to y'all is where is the line drawn? And when Diamond kind of made it clear, it's like, if you're not taking the proper steps to, to legitimize that you're actually trans, I think it's not legit. Now, we do know that there are certain circumstances for certain individuals, yes, that may prohibit you from taking hormones, that may prohibit you from being able to transition the way you want to, especially in the prison system. However, I've seen documentaries, and a lot of people have, if you're invested in that way, that trans people who are in prison, they you, you can look at this person and tell that they're actually trying to transition. Like, I, it's a difference. But what does the qualifications look like for somebody who legitimately is trans in that type of situation? Or, or how do you disqualify someone? Like, it has to be more strict than just anybody saying, hey, I'm trans. Hey, I'm trans. Oh, let me put on some makeup and pretend so I can have access to women. You know, 
in certain states, in certain communities, there's informed consent to be able to medically transition. So I don't, you know, I'm kind of going to stay in my lane because I don't know a lot of the nuances when it, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of nuances. I don't know the nuances when it comes to uh, AMAD, trans folks, trans femmes, trans women. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I know that at the end of the day, there are nuances that give you feelings of like, oh, no, homie. you know what I mean? So like, I'm going to stay in my lane when it comes to that. Because, you know, I do know when it comes to assigned female at birth people, yeah, there's certain nuances, certain things people typically do, typically don't do. You see certain variations, but certain things you'd be like, that seems kind of out of what you typically have seen, especially if you've been in the community or have transitioned a long time ago, whether that was medically or surgically, but socially a transition at least a long yeah. time ago. So like, I'm gonna just stay in my black ass lane. Um, <laughs> and those are my thoughts. <laughs> oh, okay, Elder. I see you trying to be politically correct, and I understand that. Uh, How do we keep these these people for infiltrating our system and fucking up what we got going on? <sighs> <laughs> so let me say this. First of all, I don't think it was a setup because if it was set up by the right wing and conservative, somebody would have been assaulted. It would have been deeper than a consensual impregnation. If it was a setup. In order for them to get uh, get what they wanted out of it, it would have been a setup in worse. It would have been a more right. this person a, a violent situation. A violent situation because right. that's what they want to happen. That's what they want to be able to say. See, they're raping people and da 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 da. They are predators. Da, 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 da. So if it was a setup by somebody who wanted that, it would have been way worse. I don't think that's a setup. I don't think that that is. I think that that is what you motherfuckers asked for. You get what I'm saying? Like this, uh, this that's that's them saying. That's what it, oh, this is what you motherfuckers asked for. Y'all wanted trans people to come over. This motherfucker said they trans. So here we go. They can come over here and look. Right, right. And I think that the 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 officials over the um over the prison, I think they said, "Ooh, we're gonna let this get out. We ain't gonna try to cover this thing up." So y'all can see this is exactly why we didn't want this shit to happen. But since y'all want to be so woke and so ally with the trans folks bam boom and, and fig, boom anyway so that's what i say i don't think it's a setup so let me get i want to get to all my points because we got too many juicy things to talk about and i don't want to be <laughs> editing editing all day so this i think that this is two adults who were in the situation and honey it don't matter what circumstances it don't matter identity when dicks come with pussies shit happens <laughs> when dicks is gonna do what dicks do and pussies is gonna do what pussies do regardless of identity regardless of who's a woman who's a man what i what when your identity when your transition if the dick work like it's working and the pussy work like it's supposed to be working guess what's gonna happen babies it's gonna happen it don't matter the identity you this person could be a trans lesbian and love uh is a trans woman and love women and this person is a cis woman and love women but i don't mind one with a dick and we gonna come right. together blah 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 blah. Yeah. and i think that's what's wearing people out this this um gender identity versus sexual orientation mm. thing that is what's kicking people ass it doesn't matter with the identity of this person we can speculate on this is if this is a trans person da 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 but we what we cannot speculate on is she said it was consensual this is a consensual right. these are two adults and so regardless this is what's going to happen what i think from the beginning there should have been 
trans people on the committees who are writing these policies. It should have been uh, really, part. really thorough exactly. trans people on the committees who they can, so we can talk about the nuance that could happen to protect the system. Eh, that sounds fucked up, protecting the system. But to 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 for this these type protect of things, protect the people to, in the system. To protect the people in the system, to make this policy do protect the people who is supposed to protect. And so right. there should be rules. There should be criteria of when you are allowed to identify with being trans. Just like we are, they're giving when they commit crimes and they're giving up the rights to certain things. Look, when you commit certain crimes or you commit crimes, you give up the rights to certain things. And the mm -hmm. rules are in this system for you to be able to be transferred to a women prison. You had to have already been trans when you were out. I think that that is a perfectly fine rule. I do not think that you should be able to transition while you're in prison. Unless you were already you were already on your hormones, already had some type of something. And and no, if you if you didn't medically transition. What? No, but what what is no. somebody what is no. somebody because you no well because <laughs> you know folks have hormones and maybe they have access to them when they went in at that moment. Then if you care about your transition that much, baby, whatever the reason, if you were not doing <laughs> your stuff, your trans stuff, we there's the proof of you in pictures, you out at the club, there's a mm. trail of you being a woman. If there is no trail of way you can prove the thing that you're supposed to prove to prove that you're a woman, then baby, you it's don't a get to work. No. And I know that feels kind of bad, but no, no. That's the rules that I would have put in place if it was me. Now, you have to have been doing something. Now, I don't think it should be strict like, oh, you got to have a pussy. But I also don't feel like it should be, oh, you just a nigga off the street and you saying I'm trans. No, that's not I don't okay. think nothing's wrong with that, Diamond, because there's the guidelines before you can get hormones, before you can change your name. There are and we and we adhere to them because we have to, because we want to be safe. I don't and, feel like nothing. Well, but but that's and but that's why I also ask because, like I said, like this conversation has come up in the context of obviously in a different context, but right. informed consent, right? Because all of a sudden, you know, like you know, I know folks who you have informed consent. In, in in Washington State, people go in and out and they're like, I'm getting my things today. I want to do this today. I want to get it. I totally get that on the out. I get it on the, on the out. End. I think mm -hmm. that that is, I think that that those low barrier situations is okay. Because this is a, a grown ass fucking adult making a decision about yeah. their medical who's life. Not in prison. Blah, 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 blah. Who has not who's committed not a crime. Who's not <laughs> in prison. Da, 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 da. But if you are talking about a prisoner who has literally, get, not given up, but lost their rights to be out into the world, then this is the rules you got to com comply to. And this is the mm. rules. And, and it does feel uncomfortable because I don't think prisons should exist at all. But mm -hmm. if this if the, but we're not there yet. So while we're here, the rules is <laughs> you said, why are we here today? While we're here today, the rules are if you can't prove that you was a trans woman on the way out or while you're in, like, say that you were when the policy changed, you were in prison already, like like a D minor. In that situation, if you weren't trying to be a girl before this policy change and we can and it's documented because trans women go to the infirmary and, and get their hormones and, and request their hormones and da, 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 da. They do all of that shit while they in prison. Mm. They do that. Yes, I know trans do. women. Right. Mm. So if mm. you weren't doing they, all that shit and documented before this policy policy change, then no, baby, 
stop, get out of here. Get thank the fuck out for, of here. Thank you for, for clarifying that part too. Yeah. Right. That there's already a process in place in most prisons anyway. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you coming in out the blue and there's no way to address transition prior to this. Like this is right. not like uh you know, but yeah, I think it's important to help and clarify, and that, clarify that was that my shit thing, though, mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. my thing because he that I'm sorry, excuse me. She mm-hmm. transitioned as soon as the policy changed and was sent to the women's prison. As, as soon as the policy changed, you can't just all of a sudden decide you want to be trans because the t- policy trans change in order you to have access to women and as soon as you have access to women you get two women pregnant and you gaslighted one to thinking that they found love in in a, in a hopeless place i when don't think that's gaslighting they probably did love each other they're in prison together Girl, that prison talk they women, but they're in prison together women have sex with women in prison and love each other why this couldn't be the case I'm not saying it's not the case. And it's but probably a lot easier to uh to fall and feel love. Fall in love. I mean, love is, the love is debunked. He got somebody else pregnant. Now I don't know if they was in a throttle, but I think I'm just saying, yeah, like um, I, so I, I'm gonna say a side note. <laughs> you know, people have to use all kinds of the devices and things they make up. So maybe this woman was like, you know what, I don't want to deal with all that. Let's, let's get down, you know. Mm. I yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't want to get into the weeds of that part because, of course, look, like of I course. said, I'm just is, talking shit. There are there are con- <laughs> on that was, Everybody, it was consensual. It was exactly. consensual. So, exactly. it, regardless of love or not love or blah 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 blah, two adult motherfuckers fucked. Period. So wait. And that's fine. So wait. It's so just, wait. I'm it's sorry. just the lines about being trans part for me. But so 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 it does seem like. It was obviously well. It doesn't seem like this was consensual because this woman was like it was consensual. And also, you're saying both of you are like, oh no, like you need to handle your transition shit before you come through the door. Hell yeah, yeah. And we need some you, kind of you paper trail. Even if you're not on hormones right now, you got to give me something to know that like something's going on. This was happening before the policy before, change. Before the policy. <laughs> like, just, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, it don't even look, have to be hormones, LJ, because I don't want to, I don't, because I don't already got wore out about the trans umbrella on March's play. You don't have to be a medically transitioned, transsexual in order to be le- legitimized as a trans person. <laughs> because we know everybody. <laughs> so you had an extra L on legitimize. <laughs> legitimize. Now I'm saying it. Now I'm about to say. Now I'm saying legitimize. No. So let legitimize. me Let me bring um this is a great comment that I thought was perfect. Um Brianna Jenkins um from um Girl Down podcast. This highlights how prisons need to provide adequate sexual health services and stop acting like inmates don't have sex with each other. As long as sex is consensual, what can we really say? And I think this is a great point because people act like prisoners are not having sex. So there should be contraceptions. There should be condoms. There should be these things provided for the prisoners because Mm -hmm. it helps the disease population go down. It helps. You get what I'm saying? These are just some things that it can help 
this would be well super super avoidable if folks was on contraception <laughs> if they had contraceptions in the prison for them to use but clearly you know they not they're not having this kind of these kind of sex health talks not having this kind of self sexual health um uh tools being provided and so folks is getting knocked up <laughs> and so this and so we are not going to hear the end of this as things started to change and policy starts to be more inclusive when it comes to trans people in cis spaces there are going to be these nuances that happen we're seeing it in sports we're seeing it in um and it's ironic that it always happens the negative stuff always happens with amat people <laughs> uh, when it comes we to, always get the shitty end of the stick uh, you know but um but yes this is this is this is what happens um first of all because most a fat people they like fuck that bullshit i ain't trying to go to no men's prison <laughs> i'll do i'll be trans in the women's prison <laughs> Listen, not me not me i'm good me and my, me I'm, and my trying to, I'm trying to avoid some people on the streets let alone a fucking prison you know? <laughs> me no shame me and my homegirl, me and Ty was talking. We said, bitch, we is not, I'm not going to no uh, fish prison. <laughs> I'm not going to the sister to women prison. If I do some shit that get locked up, put me with the men's. I, I feel like I can navigate whatever harms that may come. I feel like I can deal with it. Let me find the biggest dude. <laughs> Let me try to boo up with somebody. I feel like I got enough going on to where, you know, I can, I can be safe, girl. I, I, I just no. I, I just can't see myself choosing to be in the women's prison. I, I mean, just they got those dynamics look. in women's prison. I too, think um, that you know? I just think that you damned if you do and you damned if mm -hmm. you don't. Cause I'm I'm small. They were they would swing my little ass from here to here. They'll pass me around like now that don't sound too bad. <laughs> <laughs> the way you describe it. Prison dick gotta be funky. Like I know it don't. Like I know it don't smell good. I know they breath stink, and then the floors ain't clean, and then you get bugs while you looking at fungus. And <laughs> I'm just it all. It just you damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. I just because if just you saying, there's a lot. The similar things happen in the women's prison, unfortunately. You know yeah. what I mean? On a, small, on a smaller scale, but they do happen. You do have, you know, the pimp gang is very active amongst the women. Yeah. And all uh, those type of all those type of things, you know, amongst the ladies. So yeah. Because the, the all women's prison <laughs> is um the, the one that we're talking about in New Jersey also has a, a reputation of rape culture, also. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing. That's another They're talking about this consensual situation. This particular prison, Edna Manor, is has tons of investigations when it comes to officers actually sexually assaulting the prisoners. There's tons of investigations of wrongdoings with the COs in the fucking prison that they need to be focused on instead of focusing mm -hmm. on the consensual system. I know because it's the trans is the hot button topic. So it's like, ooh, we want to talk about the trans. But this is a consensual thing. This shouldn't be news. Yes, it's like, oh my God. Right. She got she got somebody, two people pregnant. But yo, it was consensual. Okay, what about these motherfuckers that it's not consensual? <laughs> yeah. What I mean, about it's these like CEOs what... using their authority and their power? 
it's kind of like what y'all were saying earlier with, you know, with the situation in Texas. It's like y'all are worried about this instead of the rapes happening here. Y'all worried about taking all these trans kids away, but you got all these people, these children getting lost in the system. It's like you wa- worried about children. the wrong shit. Yeah. And these keep your dick to your fucking so self, man. Y'all not using the resources to protect them. Y'all using the resources to get this small population of trans kids. It's all your resources to get to do away with this small population of trans kids while this big population of straight kids are, are being ignored and being trafficked and wore out. And you just don't you don't give a fuck because it's it's all about getting rid of the girls. Let's demolish them. A straight man that I was talking to um, yesterday in a group session on Bigo said that he would murder his children if they came out as as queer. And a lot of men wow. agreed with him. And I didn't hear any women object to it, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be okay with it. Who knows? Just because you have a baby doesn't mean that you're a mother. Another element is can y'all please keep y'all dick to yourself man like like take it for the team y'all like i feel like it is 27 people trans people in this prison it's 27 it's not just the minor it's 27 people keeping you know not getting folks pregnant and it's working out for them so they're not in the jail getting raped by the cisgender men like it is at least 25 other people that are doing just fine and so, yes. and so the fact that this one incident of consensual sex is blowing up is going to be spin, 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 spin. See, 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 it's annoying me. Prisoners, keep y'all dick to yourselves, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Like, leave that shit alone. Like, come on. Like, this is, they're just waiting for this to happen. Not only, mm, that could just set you up for a lot of ugly things. Like, I'm just letting you know, you are in a cisgender mm-hmm. women's prison and they're waiting. Somebody is just, there's, I bet there's somebody who don't want you there that will say right. some things just to get, just to set your mind Waiting for something up. to exploit. Waiting yeah. Just like, yo, like, right. uh, like I, this is, it's just, this is just a powder keg waiting to happen. And, and we can't control it because this is, this is kind of what they asked for. <laughs> I didn't ask for it, but kind of what they asked for, honey. <laughs> I feel like it should be rules. I feel like it rules, <laughs> rules, rules, rules. And so. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, um, but that was my plate here at Marsha's Plate. Tell us what you think. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Do trans people need their own prison or should they be allowed to be transferred from one prison to another, depending on whatever is happening to them? Hashtag okay. Marsha Clay. <laughs> I'm staying out of my, my business. All right, all right. So my topic is just as messy. (laughs) (laughs) So one of our followers, the trans socialite that is Shauna Brooks, (laughs) she is in the news because some of her personal videos with rapper, is he a rapper? I don't know what he is now. I don't, you know, I don't know what his T is now. I know he was a reality TV person on Love & Hip Hop. Um, but I think he was a rapper in the 90s or whatever, something. But Benzino, um, albino turtle face, she <laughs> has had videos 
release and expose of their personal conversations of um, him um, basically gaslighting her to me, my opinion, basically trying to tell her that um, explain to why he can't be in the closet, why he has to be in the closet, why it's easier for her to as a trans woman out here in these streets and harder for him because I'm a I'm a, I'm a nigga and the people going to be asking why I'm trying to deal with a trans, but you a woman and you, you know, they just got you a woman. You supposed to deal with niggas and blah, 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 all kind of crazy ass logic that he was trying to spill on her. So basically it exposed him as a DL man, <coughs> but it really didn't expose him. What exposed him was in 2020, his, um, his baby mama, Actually, <laughs> his baby mama actually exposed him. His baby mama found Shauna's messages in Benzino's phone, screenshot it, took a picture of the phone, and then put it on her platform, his baby mama. So actually, his baby mama is the one who actually exposed it in December. Now, these videos with Shauna confirmed it, <laughs> but the baby mama is actually the one who put it out there for everybody to know. And that's why a 50 Cent, who was the one who exposed the videos, could, could actually have the videos and put it out. Da, 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 da. So for me, I keep, I keep having this whole... This I talked about this on my live on Friday. I'll go live every every Friday at seven o'clock on YouTube. And we talked about this particular thing um, Friday. And and for me, I for the life of me do not understand the mentality of down low men, why they think that they are the ones going through so much pressure and so much problems just for being in the closet. That is the dumbest shit that I have ever heard. You literally are shielded from the pro problems because you, it's like a stealth person, a stealth trans person saying, oh, I, I, I have solved the problems. You literally are shielded from the problems because you're stealth. And the same thing with him, because they assume that you're a cisgender man, you are shielded from the problems. And so the fact that you are trying to say that you have that is worse for you, this is bullshit and you are not making me believe it i've heard it before and i know i hope the girls and whoever else um the men who deal with um down low cisgender women because they play these kind of silly ass games too just a, i think it's a little bit less <laughs> but i i what i want to know from y'all is how do y'all feel about this how do y'all feel about um, cause I hear, keep hearing people talk about outing is this big old problem. Mia got in the comments on March of play and said that it was outing for her. So I want to know what is your opinion? What do y'all, um, what do y'all think about this? I mean, which, which, which part, though? whatever part like that, that moves you. <laughs> I mean, I think like the outing part is probably from a place of it's some bullshit but it's also some real shit in terms of a shift in your social situation and thinking okay i'm afraid of whatever cost i might have to pay 
which is still some bullshit because you are in a relationship, so you need to handle that. But I would imagine that's where the fear is coming from, from the stigma and whatever that means on the other side of that, um, which is why I try to avoid messing with anybody that's a heterosexual. Personally, in my personal journey and thing, because, you know, you see people just run into so much shit where it's like, you know, when people, people don't want, you know, I've seen, I've seen with AFAB people where people have been in situations, the person don't want to be considered queer or, you know, gay, you know, um, even people that were like studs, like fortunes, like studs who dated women who were like straight, you know, hiding from their husbands and just a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like a lot of different stuff. And so that shit's stressful. And that's and that's fucked up for your partner. You know what I mean? But um, but from the reasonings of bullshit I've heard, <laughs> it's been about, <laughs> you know, a loss in the cost or you have this foundation and that's going to shake that up and all this kind of bullshit. But it's like if you in a relationship with somebody, y'all don't have you, you need to make that investment because that's that's a lot to put on the other fucking person. Your shit, which is your shit and not their shit. So, I mean, so those are some of my thoughts, initial thoughts. So on the, on the post, um, I'm actually playing, I was like, um, I, I generally said that I think that um, outing someone is, is violent, whether it be trans or DL. When I, um, and when I, when I mentioned that, I mean, like, for a trans person who's still or they're passing, for somebody to be like, oh, that's a trans person, they're at a bar, that's, that's automatically inciting social violence on that person, depending on the environment. And the same thing with the DL person, especially when we know about, and we, we've seen examples um, in social media and in, in the world of people, of, of men specifically, who are in a certain hierarchy, a certain class, where they've been quote unquote outed and their careers, everything has been taken away from them and they've been deplatformed. Um, I don't think that it's okay for nobody to be outed in general. Now in this situation, as far as Sean is concerned, I don't think that she outed him. Um, that's just me looking in. I've, I've never talked to Shauna. But um, I don't think that she outed him. I think from what Diamond said, um, the, the wife did. And then they had a conversation about it. And I think Shannon is this very smart girl. She's very tactful. So I think that they may have had a conversation. This is me just, this is just me thinking. I'm not saying this is what happened, but maybe they had a conversation and they were like, well, let's, Let's put my perspective and how I feel and and talk about, I don't know, what whatever may happen to me and, and let me be able to voice how I feel about being outed bef- while I'm being outed so that, you know, there's more empathy in the situation. That's what I see, but I'm not sure, like, what exactly happened behind the scenes. You know, you can only guess, but I just I don't think outing anybody in general is okay, but, but especially when you know the social violence that happens to you, regardless of how you identify when you're outed by society. So I'm Will Smith about the situation. 
<laughs> Sometimes violence is necessary. And um, and look, I know there's some people who feel like violence is never the answer, but I'm one of the people that think sometimes you need to pop people. And I'm so I was surprised at your stance, Mia, because you have said many times uh, under other circumstances that sometimes you you can get popped. Certain circumstances, if you do certain things, it can get popped. And that is a physical violence. And this particular mm-hmm. thing isn't a physical violence. It may be violence in another kind of way, but. It for you of all people, I feel like you should understand that sometimes violence is necessary, or sometimes people choose violence because people are trying it. And so, for me, this is one of them circumstances. Do men? I'm not gracing them at all. I'm not gracing them at all. Like you, you in that conversation with her, it felt like abuse. It felt like gaslighting. It felt like the what he was saying to her was gaslighting. Like you making her promises and making her and trying to explain to her why you got to be in the closet, but still trying to have access to her sexually, still trying to have access, trying to have access to her and lead her along and string her along um, in this relationship. No, it's just I feel like that is that is violent. (laughs) And so in order to sometimes protect yourself, sometimes you got to push it out there. Sometimes you this is your only punch back. (laughs) <laughs> in the scenario and while i feel tender about the circumstances you said earlier the circumstances of this is somebody else's business this is somebody else's like it's no connection to you they didn't do any harm to you and you just want to put their business out there i think that is wrong but if me and you have a relationship and it is a it's a scenario where you are harming me in a certain way. And yep. this is my only way to get back at you, whether right or wrong. This is what I'm going to do. It's not it's not. I've been in that situation where I had to out somebody because they were being fucking shady. And this is my only recourse. I've been in situations where I'm outside and this dude that I done messed with is being shady to a butch queen walking down the street and he with a bunch of niggas. Like I remember in college, I was with this, I was, I was walking past and this group of dudes were fucking, fucking with the butch queen walking past. And one of the dudes is somebody that I fucked with. And so in that moment, I outed him. Like, I know you're not fucking laughing and being shady with all these niggas when you don't fucked with me. So you ain't, um, you, you may not be gay, but you ain't, totally heterosexual either and so for me i just feel like sometimes my ex he tried to steal my money and hit it back to stay with his parents oh no you stealing my rent money and trying to go back and and hit and go be with your people no i'm gonna fedex pictures of you giving me head to your motherfucking mama that's what i'm gonna do because I, I'm not about to, I think I can now, I, now you done stole my money. I can't afford to get to Miami to beat your ass or do something else. So, <laughs> you oh, said, I'm about uh, to shake it, I'm about right, to shake it shake up. It up. Yeah. And so was it wrong? Sure. You can say it's wrong or right, but I'm one of them people that there is no rules in love and war. Some, if we at war and we, we, we reading or we're, we're battling, and I got to figure out a way to get you. Sometimes my only way to get you, if you're in a DL, DL situation, is to out you. And then I mean, some I, people yeah. will say, mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. will be like, um, well, is it really outing? Because you are, if you're a woman, you're not outing. If you're a woman and he's a man, then that's a straight situation. Listen, 
I'm not here to to identify what with other trans people and tell you how they think about themselves. I'm telling you how I think about myself. I am a woman, but I am a queer woman. If a man is dealing with me, there is some queer shit that's happening in our relationship. And so while I don't consider him gay, I don't consider him a cishet man when he's dealing with me because I am a queer woman. So when you are dealing with me, yes, you are dealing with a woman, but you're dealing with a queer bodied woman. I have a penis I, I and I and you have to play and engage with my penis for me to be involved with you at all. And so you I'm not going to sit there and think that you are just this cishet person dealing with me. Do I think you gay? No. But I don't think you cishet. I think by dealing with me, it automatically take you out of that realm. To me, it makes me, it the best word that I could describe you is queer. By, it doesn't feel comfortable, but queer feels very comfortable. You are a queer person to me. At the very least. And so, I'm not, and, and when I'm making the decision to out you, I am not caring about identity. I am trying to harm you. I am trying to affect you. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm saying that this is what the fuck I do. It's the same thing. That's why I said I'm Will Smith about situation. I wanted to get up and smack this nigga. Might have been wrong. There might have been there might be some consequences. There might be something that happens. But in the moment I feel I'm right because I feel like Boom. I feel like I want to, this nigga's, it could be a long history. This nigga disrespect me, so I want to wear him out. My scenario, if you're doing something I think is shady and my only recourse is to out you and expose you, I'm, I don't mind doing it. I don't, I don't mind that violence. It can be violence to whoever it is, but I don't mind it because I'm not going to give you grace. Your DLS don't give me no grace especially somebody like Benzino who goes out of his way to talk shit about queer people. Cause he did that about Lil Knox X. He does that. He aligns himself with toxic masculine people to seem like he is more hood and more straight while at the same time having down low relationships with trans women instead of just doing the right thing and just choosing to shut the fuck up. So somebody who chooses to not shut the fuck up, who somebody who chooses to say, oh, I want to add my two cents and be anti-gay and homophobic. I'm not gracing them. I'm not gracing them and giving them the care that I would somebody who, you know, this is just their business and they not doing nothing. Yeah, I'm going to keep that to myself. But if if dude that I'm fucking with and you being anti-gay and, and all this kind of stuff publicly, but you messing with me on the low, I'm going to expose you and not have any kind of remorse about it. And that's my opinion. So... So the rebuttal to that, Nami, you said that um, um, in the beginning of your statement that you, of all people, you don't understand why I said I, I couldn't incite violence in an uh, outing type of way because I believe in popping people. <laughs> yeah, Which you have true, especially about cis think, women, and don't, especially about cis women. Why, especially about cis women? Because you, that's what I have heard you many times on this show. If something, if we are implying that sometimes you're going to get popped, you will mm -hmm. definitely chime in and say, yes, it's, it can lead you to get popped. It can lead to violence. If you're doing these shady things to trans people, if you're mm -hmm. doing, if you're, you're, you're being shady about a trans woman, being shady about a mm -hmm. trans person, sometimes that can lead you to get popped. And I've heard you say that many mm -hmm. times. 
So it just, mm-hmm. it surprised me that. So you why, no, you said, especially cis women. Why especially cis women? Because you do it a lot with cis women. So I don't mind popping whoever. My hands are ready to eat. So I, I, like, if I feel like I'm threatened in the situation, I'm, I'm going to protect myself. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what I mean like that. But I wouldn't, um, the reason why I, I'm, I'm just against it in general, we know when a, what well, against outing anyone deal, even though that's a, a mechanism that trans people use against straight people that straight people came up with because they built society to be that way in order for you for straight people to have straight men to have specifically straight men to have social consequences for dealing with us so that we we can't find love easily that's basically the the reason why i think that it's i think that it's wrong but, but also when we see trans people and from my perspective from my perspective and what I've seen as a trans person, when I see trans women outing a, a heterosexual man identified and he's DL, they usually end up getting the short end of the stick. They usually get murdered. Brayla Stone is a, a perfect example of that 17 year old who, who was dealing with a DL boy and um, or DL man. And she outed him. And um, the, the woman that the, the DL man was dealing with, said in order to still have access to me you need to kill her and that's exactly what he did mm-hmm. and so that happens numerous times to trans people so um, i understand that there are some trans people who think that's okay to out people but it, I, I, you can do whatever you want to do right because we all have the freedom to do whatever we want i just think that in that case usually the trans person ends up getting the short end of the stick they usually end up getting murdered or 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 they face worse or or just as worse social consequences as that person. Also, you were um, also you were saying, Diamond, that um, that was one of Shauna's reasons of outing him because of the violence. I I missed the part. What violence did he do? Oh, the gaslighting. The gaslighting is that mm-hmm. oh, okay? okay. I so think I think that's abuse. I think that's manipulation. I mean, when- oh, I didn't. Well, of course, a gaslighting is manipulation, but I didn't know that was the reason. Hearing some of the stuff, hearing some, you know, yeah, like when people, what am I trying to say? I can under, right. I mean, that part's important, really important, because it's like the language you're using is real fucking strong, homie. You know what I mean? The language you're using is real strong and problematic. And I think when folks are put in that situation, I can see, you know, when people, it's like you want to, you want it all. You want to talk that good shit. You still want to have access. And then you still want to turn it around this, that, and the third. And that doesn't put the other person in a good head space. Like that's that is I can, that is abusive, right? Because it is abusive language. It is like power and control. Like that's that's the point. It's like, you know, you with me right now, I'm gonna treat you like this, but also me and my feelings, but also I want you to hold my shame hold my stigma and shut the fuck up. Like that's not, that's not a healthy situation. That's not, a, that's not a healthy interactive situation. And it's like, that's gonna, it's fucked up. So yeah, I can see like, I when I got a chance to listen to it again, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, what? Ah, yeah, girl. Like, you know what I mean? Will you, will you hear some of the, the deets and not, not just the, this is what the fuck happened, but like the kind of shit that's coming out of his mouth. 
It's like, no, nah, fuck all that, dude. Because, you know, anyway, right. Because a lot of people get fucked up in the head emotionally, mentally. It's already a lot to handle as a trans person. But to, then to be dealing with somebody that's going to tell you, ooh, oh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh. And they turn around and be like, oh, yeah. I don't say that, 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 but you know, I'm still, you know, I still got you on the low. Shut the fuck up. Can't come to my house. Can't do that, 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 all that kind of shit. No, no. And no. then Everybody, any, any person would get fed up with that kind of stuff. Any and then person would get fed up because it's degrading, you know, in my opinion. And then we can take an extreme situation like Brayla Stone, but what we know statistically is that isn't, that is an outlier. Most trans women who are murdered are murdered by their intimate partner that knows, and it's not about outing at all. So the average is it don't matter if you outing or not, you still if we're if we're using that as the as a point <laughs> as a well, no, Diamond, I wasn't I wasn't saying that's the reason why trans women are murdered. No, I'm I'm but, saying that that from from my experience that has been some of the reasons. Like when I look at cases where a woman a trans woman has outed this person, that's what I've seen. I'm not saying that give me a, give me five every examples. trans person that's been murdered. Give me a five examples. I have to look them up. I don't know them off my hand. Because there it's not that is an outlier. That's not the norm. Most trans women is not outing people and getting murdered. That's that, is there some cases of that? Yes. But that's not the norm of that statistically. It's not about outing. That, that actually is a myth, an untrue myth that we have talked about many times that they're being murdered because deception and outing. That's those are not true. <laughs> is there certain cases that that's about? Yes. But that is not the norm. That is oh, that's just not, not the norm. But, but I think that's the misconception. I'm not saying it's the norm. Diamond. Yeah, it's just it, when you bring up Brayla Stone, it, it seems like you're saying that, oh, this is a potential to happen if you out people. Yeah. But that's what well, I was just bringing say. up an example, like, because that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So that was that, that was an example. But I wasn't trying to, like, make it seem like every trans person that's happened to because you're one of them that hasn't happened to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that, the norm is that we be quiet and we keep it on the low and we don't do nothing. That's the norm. And we still get murdered <laughs> by our intimate, intimate partners. So that's to me, that wouldn't deter me. In, in my in my in my own personal situation, it wouldn't deter me. And for also, I, I feel like I'm tired of coddling cisgender men. And that's I'm, not what I'm doing, by the way. I'm not um, coddling DL men at all. I, I'm tired of the coddling. I'm tired of um, of centering their needs and centering the consequences that can happen to them and da, 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 because they are not fighting for us when it comes to consequences that happens to us. Mm -hmm. I don't see none of these DL men on the line donating these niggas with big money, these celebrities donating to stuff. And no, I don't see them doing it. They're not doing it. It's just not happening. And so I'm not, I'm not caring about them in that kind of way. It's just, it's not going to happen for me. Now, the rest of folks can do it, but I'm not going to. But, Diamond, you know you're a different kind of girl. Like, you don't mind tricking a trade if they, back in the day, like, girl, I couldn't <laughs> do half the shit you did. Bitch, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I would be scared shitless. Like, I, like, uh, like pussy stun, bitch. I can't even fathom getting clocked and trying to pussy stun. <laughs> I would gag. So, like, you're. You're a different type of girl. For me, mm -hmm. I just couldn't. I, I understand you just bold, like, bitch, I'm going to do whatever. Like, girl, 
if I could get you back, I'm going to figure out whatever I can to get you back. I specifically try to stay in the safe zone. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want no problems. I want, I want but also, guys, but like, that safe don't, but Titanic in her bed. But all my pictures, but you're not. But you're a life. trans woman, Mia. You're not in the safe zone. Just like you brought up Brayla Jones, mm. we can bring up Mercedes Williamson. Her man was with her for two years, and she and everybody knew in her family. They knew him. They knew they were in a relationship. And guess what? His homeboys found out that, that she was trans, and he lied and said that he didn't know that she was trans, and he actually did. And then to prove that he didn't know, he killed her. That's a special circumstance, also. Another special circumstance. Mm. So it, so you're, so a circumstance that says you're not in the safe zone, even if you do keep it on the low. But what, what, what so when I say safe zone, diamond, I'm talking about like <laughs> I'm not in, bitch. I'm not throwing no stones, no type of way. Like even though I'm not, especially as that's an intersection of my identity. Yes, I'm trans, but I'm also not in the safe zone as being a black person. I'm also not being in the safe zone as being a, as a woman. There's a, there's several uh, ident- intersections of my identity where I'm not safe, but I'm not doing anything to compromise my safety is what I'm saying. I, I'm not going to like, compromise I'm, your safety. I'm going to tr- try to stay safe. You say what? And you think outing compromise your safety? Yes. Okay. I do not. And that's, that's where, and I also don't, you keep calling them heterosexual straight men. I feel DL men are a part of the LGBTQ. I just, I don't, I don't, for me, I, do, I don't, I don't, I don't know how people identify. They identify how they want to, but I don't box people in without knowing how they identify. Yeah. I think they're one of us. Okay. I think I mean, they're at I least, they're at the least the Q or they at the B. One of one of them, I don't think they're gay. I won't give them gay. They're not, of course, they're not the L. <laughs> I don't think they're the T, but I do think that they're the Q. I do think that they're queer. So, so making it seem like they're somewhere else is also problematic for me. Yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say that. I think that also just speaks to just like how uh, language has shifted over the years within the community how people mm-hmm. even talk about stuff and identity, you know, because it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, because, uh, and and they know it. Everybody knows it. So anybody who's sexuality like, is on the spectrum, but everybody knows that they not fucking cis head because if, 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 if you thought of me as a woman, it would be no reason to keep me a secret. If you really, truly in your heart consider me a regular, regular woman, there is no reason for you to keep me a secret. But because I am a special kind of woman and you know what type of woman that is, because I'm a queer woman with a queer ass body that you enjoy, you keep it a secret because you know this is a queer activity that you are doing. And so... Being that you are participating in this queer activity, you are queer to me. Now, I'm everybody can identify with what they want to identify with me, but I consider DL anybody who does who does who have any man who has sex with people outside of the realm of a cisgender woman is a queer person to me has a queer sexuality to me. Now they can identify with what they want. 
But to me, if you are messing with anything outside of a cis woman and you are a cis man, you are not a cis het man. You are a queer person. You have a queer sexuality. And so I feel like it is a betrayal of your community that maybe you don't identify with. But if you sit back and talk shit about us while at the same time playing with us, I think you are shady and I'm not giving you any kind of grace and you're going to get this violence. You're going to get this outing for me. They don't give us grace at all. We march for them. We fight for them. And they sit in their closets protected with their money, especially celebrity DL niggas. They sit in their closet protected. They don't do any motherfucking thing for us. So I'm not giving you any grace, any grace when it comes to protecting you or anything like that. And I will, I don't feel any remorse about it. I think that you out, out all of them motherfuckers, out them all. So Shauna. However, now I don't think Shana, um, I don't think she's innocent. I think whoever, whoever she sent the videos to expose, <laughs> I think that that was intentional. I don't think that Shana is um, innocent in the sense of, oh, these just, oh, these just fell out of my phone into somebody's possession. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I think she sent them to somebody and it was intended to be exposed and um, to affirm what the baby mama already exposed because yes, the baby mama sent the screenshot and exposed and started the rumor, but you're the only one who could confirm it with the videos, right? And so that's what she did. She confirmed it with the videos. And I don't think she innocently did that. I think that she sent it to the right blogs. And now it's out. It got to 50 Cent. He posted it on his page. And boom, here we are talking, discussing Benzino's being outed, um, his relationship being outed about being with a trans woman. And, you know, I just think it's, I think this is, I think this is going to continue to happen. And I think we are in a different space. I don't think we are in the space that we were in with Chingy. I don't think we are in the space with Chingy and Sydney Star. I think we are in a different space and time where you can be a little bit more free, be on the backs of out LGBT people. I think that I also, I want to say that when you do that, there are certain consequences that happen. Now, now what consequences that happen? Who knows? When you do things like that, there are consequences that happen. Yeah, and we we when you're LGBT, we deal with them. Welcome. We'll come on mm -hmm. into the community. We'll show you how to deal with them, like we've been dealing. You know, with but you know, I will say, um, you know, just what you're saying, it just it it, it re resonates in the way. What I'm saying with language changing, even within the community, which is not going down a rabbit. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but just like I think more recently, there's been like a very firm like. As a trans person, I am a heterosexual, which is cool in terms of how you identify, but like kind of being like you still like you're gonna do what you're gonna do, but like we're still like if you're dealing with a cis person, this is still probably gonna be a queer situation. It's gonna be a queer situation, in my personal opinion, as well. And that gets a little weird because then it gets a little weird heterosexual value shit, which is like already problematic. So it's like, I don't wanna be with that. I don't wanna be with that. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. but when you said it, it just kind of came up, but yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Make sure y'all chime in. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Tell us what y'all think about outing. Tell us what y'all think about relationship status. Do you think the DL men are in the LGBTQ community? 
Do you think they're not? Do what? What is what? That nuance. What? What is your opinion on all that we have talked about? Hashtag Marsha's play. Give me, give me, give me euphoria, more than peace of mind. It's the joy in space to change the tide. Give me, give me, give me euphoria, more than peace of mind. It's the joy in space to change the tide. Give me, give me, give me euphoria. And Tell me what is bringing y'all joy. What is bringing y'all joy this week? And making y'all feel good and feel loved and feeling euphoric. Jay? Yes. Um, this week, coming up this week, or no, no this from this week, past this week, past. my bad. Yeah, I was at Pacific Northwest Black Pride, uh, their event this past weekend. It was nice to be around Negroes, enjoy music, be around all this like beautiful black, queer, and trans people, you know what I'm saying, from um the region what have you and just kicking it just being around us that brought me so much euphoria because there's such a hyper performative uh very white place and so it's just nice to be real kick it back and um just love on some other black folks in the community you know it was all chill and all love so that that brought a lot of uh joy and euphoria to me this past week being around my peoples mm, what about you mia some of the euphoria that I experienced um, this week was just talking to different Black women and having conversations with them about the, the, the accomplishments in history that Black women have had that have been hidden away from us and uh, just, just showing that we're stronger than, well, showing that cis women are stronger than what a lot of cis head men that cater to patriarchy and misogyny think like there 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 were so many facts that i learned about black women in history that that they've accomplished that blew my mind i was like wow like why is this on the forefront but we know how patriarchy works Mm. facts (laughs) (laughs) um what has been giving me joy so i went down this shirley ralph wormhole yesterday and i was on her instagram page and i was like shirley ralph does not need to be this motherfucking fine at 65 can you explain to me why this woman is this fine at 65 years old that woman is um, that woman is fine 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 and i have posted it on my twitter and that motherfucker that tweet has gone viral with like <laughs> 6,575 retweets. And I and I this and I see why. Cause she's a bad bitch. <laughs> and she looks so good. And I was just going through her her profile on Instagram and she just looks so good. She is the same real down-to-earth Shelley Ralph that I have always saw through, you know, since I've you know, since Dream Girls and you know, um seeing just seeing her interviews since moesha just every time i see her in interviews and in in the public eye she just seems like really down to earth and real and just pro-black and you know just just uh i just really really like shirley ralph and so that wormhole that i went down 
on Shirley Ralph's page was my euphoria for this week. She looks amazing. And she is a Black Broadway icon, Black Hollywood icon, Black TV icon. And now she is on Abbott Elementary, Elementary wearing it out with, um, what's that girl name? Um, Keita Brunson. Yeah. Keita Brunson. Yeah. Yes, Keita yeah, Brunson. Yeah. Wearing it Everybody out hates Chris. And, and Tyler <laughs> James... James with Tyler Williams, whatever his name is, find self, he find too. But yes, now she's here. She is on another hit show. <laughs> you know, so she just has that star magic that has been bringing me joy this week. So my euphoria element is Shirley Ralph. So, all right, y'all. Make sure y'all check us out um, on Instagram. Make sure you um, go back. We are almost, I have to get, this is what I'm trying to do because we're on the road to 1 million, y'all. Y'all don't understand. I posted it on um, our Instagram, but we are on the road to 1 million. We are at, um, let me look at the exact number. As of last episode, we are at 8, 8, 829,620 listens. And so I want to get to to 1 million by the end of the year. So make sure that you are listening each and every week. And if you haven't caught up and listened to old episodes, it's so much that you can can learn about in the old episodes. So go check those out. And we're trying to get to 1 million by the end of the year. So help us out. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Yes, definitely check out the BL episode. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Bye-bye. All right. Peace. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be all right. Living in the feeling of all right.